Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors or publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. There's something new on Airs LA every day. Hi, I'm Patty Matson, and you're listening to Style and Substance. Today's article is from Reader's Digest's December-January 2324 edition on page 62, entitled 10 Nutrition Myths, plus what health experts want you to know instead, by Sophie Egan from the New York Times. This is part one of a two-part series. Number one, fresh fruits and vegetables are always healthier than canned, frozen, or dried variations. Despite the enduring belief that fresh is best, research has found that frozen, canned, and dried fruits and vegetables can be just as nutritious as their fresh counterparts. They also can be a money saver and an easy way to make sure that there are always fruits and vegetables available at home, says Sarah Blake, a professor of public health policy at Harvard University. One caveat? Some canned, frozen, and dried varieties contain added sugars, saturated fat, and sodium, so be sure to read the nutrition labels and opt for products that keep those ingredients to a minimum. Yes, that means you should skip the broccoli with the cheese sauce. Number two, all fat is bad. When studies published in the late 1940s found correlations between high-fat diets and high levels of cholesterol, experts reasoned that if you reduce the amount of total fats in your diet, your risk of heart disease would go down. By the 1980s, doctors, federal health experts, the food industry, and the news media were reporting that a low-fat diet could benefit everyone, even though there was no solid evidence that doing so would prevent heart disease, obesity, and other health issues. As a result, said Vajaya Surampudi, an assistant professor of medicine at the University of California, Los Angeles, Center for Human Nutrition, many people and food manufacturers replaced calories from fat with calories from refined carbohydrates, such as white flour and added sugar. Remember snack wells? Instead of helping the country stay slim, the rates of overweight and obesity went up significantly, she said. In reality, not all fats are bad. While certain types, such as trans fats, can increase your risk of heart disease or stroke, healthy fats help reduce your risk. Examples include monosaturated fats, found in olive oil, avocados, and certain nuts and seeds, and polyunsaturated fats, found in sunflower oil, walnuts, fish, and flaxseed. Good fats are also important for supplying energy, producing important hormones, supporting cell function, and aiding in the absorption of some nutrients. If you see a product labeled fat-free, don't automatically assume it is healthy, Dr. Sarampudi said. Instead, prioritize products with simple ingredients and no added sugars. Number three, calories in, calories out is the most important factor for long-term weight gain. It's true that if you consume more calories than you burn, you will probably gain weight. And if you burn more calories than you consume, you will probably lose weight, at least for the short term. But research does not suggest that eating more will result in becoming overweight or obese. Rather, it's the types of foods we eat that may be the long-term drivers of those conditions, said Daryush Mazafarian, a professor of nutrition and medicine at Tufts University. Ultra-processed foods, such as refined starchy snacks, cereals, crackers, energy bars, baked goods, sodas, and sweets, can lead to weight gain. That's because they are rapidly digested and flood the bloodstream with glucose, fructose, and amino acids, which are converted to fat by the liver. 
Instead, the best way to maintain a healthy weight is to make the shift from counting calories to prioritizing healthy eating overall. That's right, quality over quantity. Number four, people with type 2 diabetes shouldn't eat fruit. This myth stems from conflating fruit juices, which can raise blood sugar levels because of their high sugar and low fiber content, with whole fruits. But research has found that this isn't the case. Some studies show, for instance, that those who consume one serving of whole fruit per day, particularly blueberries, grapes, and apples, have a lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes. And other research suggests that if you already have type 2 diabetes, eating whole fruits can help control your blood sugar. It's time to bust this myth, said Linda Shayu, Director of Culinary Medicine and Lifestyle Medicine at Kaiser Permanente San Francisco, adding that everyone, including those with type 2 diabetes, can benefit from fruits health-promoting vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and fiber. Number five, plant milk is healthier than dairy milk. It's just not true, said Kathleen Merrigan, professor of sustainable food systems at Arizona State University and a former U.S. Deputy Secretary of Agriculture. Consider protein. Typically, cow's milk has about 8 grams of protein per cup, whereas almond milk typically has around 1 or 2 grams per cup, and oat milk usually has around 2 or 3 grams per cup. While the nutrition of plant-based beverages can vary, Merrigan said, Many have more added ingredients, such as sodium and added sugars, which can contribute to poor health, than cow's milk. Good stuff. Part two next week. Well, that wraps up Style and Substance for today, Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. If you'd like to learn more about Airs LA, follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash and be sure to click that like button. This podcast is solely for the use of the blind and print impaired. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Make it a healthy week. 